0: Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. I have problems with word. Did you just lock me out? Howdy, folks. Today I'll tell you a story. It happened quite a while ago. I'm talking years, not days or weeks. I worked as a tech support for a government body. The people in the top still have to call into us to change the password, and not someone else. We're very strict about this. Remember, no one is allowed to know your password except yourself. Ah, I was having such a lovely day. Only good people calling. Sweet older ladies and sweet younger ladies even had some guys calling in and being nice. Huh, I even managed to solve an incident that had been laying for weeks at second tier because they couldn't solve it. Anyway, on to the story. As this happened a few years ago, this is not a recollection of the conversation word per word, but it's pretty close to this. Me. Hello and welcome to IT support. You're talking to OP. Can't say that name. How can I help you today? User. Hi, I'm User. Yes, I have some problems with Word. Could you please take a look at it? I can't get it to work properly. Me. Sure. So I get the PC name, but when I look on the name, the PC was registered to versus the name on the caller, it was a mismatch. It happens at times, so I didn't think much of it. I connect to the PC and share the screen, and I look around. When I wanted to do some basic troubleshooting, I got to see the name of the real person on top of Outlook. It wasn't the same that called into me, so I asked about it. Me. What was your name again? Just want to make sure that I heard you correctly. User. Sure, I'm User. Me. How come that I see you the currently logged in user being Vice President of Government Body? User. User. Oh, I got his password as he's on vacation. Me. You realize that's against IT, security, and cybersecurity rules. User. Oh, it's okay. I got permission from vice president. Me. No, it's not okay, but I understand. I proceed to scramble the password to a random generated one, minimum 15 characters long. It locks the account. Me. I understand your circumstances, as I log out the user. But you're not allowed to be on his computer as you are not him. Giving out your passwords to anyone, even secretaries, is not okay at all. User tries to log on. What did you do? I had tons of work up. How am I supposed to look after his email? Me. I'm sorry, but I can't help you anymore. Have a good day. I proceed to tell the rest of the team taking calls that this happened, and I suspect the user would call in and ask to change the password of the vice president in question. I then email user management team and I call IT security team to notify them as well. Nothing bad came my way. In fact, I got praised for standing up to someone that high up and the IT security person I talked to even said something along the lines of, God dang, he should know better. This isn't the first time he did the same thing last year. We'll take a good long call with him. Yeah, Online security and user security is pretty important, especially in a lot of big corporations where you know. You have sensitive documents, maybe trade secrets, whatever, whatever it is, I don't know, banking. They both knew better, the vice president and the secretary, so yeah, good call on that one, OP. And good job having some backbone too. Fried internals? So I recently started at a small tech shop doing repairs to phones and laptops, etc. Nothing too big because I don't have much experience, but for laptops, it's usually my job to check for physical damage to components after customers give their stuff in. So just a couple weeks ago, a customer hands my boss an HP Pavilion, a modern one in rose gold and white, and complains that the system is just completely unresponsive anymore since a few days ago. Like, doesn't turn on unresponsive. The machine had obvious bulging in the bottom and a cracked case. He gets asked all the usual questions. What have you been doing or downloading? Has it been submerged? in extreme heat, just as a litmus test to see. The customer explains that he's been experimenting with it in the recent heat wave. Odd. I took the base off the model and stared at the inside, and it was disgusting. The usual blue boards were covered in congealed white and yellow stuff. The battery was bulged and a speaker wire was disconnected and melted onto the case. From what I could see, I would have said a possible repair, but my boss explained that it was probably severely heat damaged, and it would be easier to buy a new system than repair it all. Thus, we called the customer back in. After some questioning, they explained that they had removed the back from the system and left it running intensive programs, plugged into an outlet, in direct sunlight through a window in 26 degrees Celsius heat, UK. They wanted to see if they could fry eggs on the CPU, but didn't really know what that was, so they just cracked three in there and watched it go. Afterwards, they tried to clean it and put the case back on as it was a work machine, and they needed it for their job, cracking the case in the process. After we explained that it wouldn't be worthwhile to fix, but we could buy one in for them. They left and called us unhelpful, saying they'll go elsewhere for the repairs. I have no clue what they were trying to achieve, but hope they did. Experimenting? With a work laptop? I wouldn't even experiment that much with my own stuff. Nah, that's not true. You know, if I wanted to see if a CPU would fry an egg or whatever, I could maybe go out and find some old laptop that was kind of worthless Get it running just enough to see if I could uh, overheat it a little and maybe try it. But, you know, that's that's a throwaway. You're going to play with a throwaway, not your work laptop that you didn't buy, by the way. I just wonder what gets into some people's heads, man. And they must have known because, like they said, it was plugged in, running intensive programs, sitting in direct sunlight. Um, so they knew it was going to get hot. I don't know. People are just nuts, man. Whatever. Whatever. You're all out of chicken? I'll take the chicken, please. You want chicken or chicken? Okay, not chicken, but I just had this interaction. Me. Hello, this is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Her. Yeah, I have this item and it broke. Can I get one exactly like it? Me. I'm sorry, we're out of those. We have them on back order, but we have this one that's almost exactly like it, just a little different. Would you like this one? Her. I really like the one I have. Can I get that one? Me. Like I said, it's out on the back order. Would you like to wait for it and use this one as a temp until it gets here? Her. I really don't like any other. Can I just get the one I do have? Me. The one you have is broken. I don't think I can fix those, but I can try. Her. Well, I actually don't have it anymore. I lost it. I just need a replacement. (laughs) Me. Well, like I said, the one you have is on back order. Do you want to wait for the new order to come in? Shouldn't be more than a week or two. Or do you want this one that's almost like it that we can give you until then? Her. I really don't like those others. I've seen them being used by other people. I really like the one I have. Me. So you want to wait? Her. I need it to do my job. Me. So you want to have the other just until the replacement? Her. I don't like that one. Me. Her. Are you going to help me? This went on for a little bit. Even her supervisor tried to explain it. I'm glad she told me she lost the one she had because I was able to disable it but she just didn't understand that we couldn't at this very moment give her the exact one she wanted. Oh my gosh. Like I just said, people are nuts. Like English. Like you told her, well, maybe not English. You may be translating, but either way, you told the user in plain terms that the one she wants isn't available. You have one she can use temporarily while you're waiting for those. And you know, Rockhead man. By the way, It's a bit toasty here today and I've got the AC running in the background here. Hopefully you guys don't hear too much of that. Just give me a user account. I get a ticket to give access for a folder. The following is the actual conversation in the email chain. User, hello, desktop in the nursing office needs access to the shared nursing group folder. The only file needed within the group is falls tracking. Thanks. Me, what's the name of the user who needs access to the folder? User. This is a general folder for the team to have access to. No specific user, but you can use my name if that helps. Me. In order to give proper access, I need a specific username to give access to. Does this user have their own user account, or do they use a generic sign-in such as insert generic account here? User. The supervisors have their own account, but it will also be utilized for our summer youths and volunteers to assist. Please use my name to set it up. Me thinking to myself, for the love of God, lady, just give me a username. Well, okay. While I get what OP is saying here, I kind of agree with her. Like, you know, she doesn't know enough about this stuff. She She knows nothing about this. She knows her job. You know your job. Basically, you just needed to say, listen, I need one user account to put this under. So she may just be thinking that you can look up her name and figure out the user account. That's the point where you should just be saying to her, hey, I need your username. That's it. That's simple. Unless I'm missing something here, so... And if I am, hey, sometimes the mind gets a little mushy. Let me know in the comments down below. Otherwise, uh... What do you think? Are you telling me you can't do anything for him? Hey folks, first time poster. This happened a while back, but still haunts me on how aggressive people can be for their own mistakes. I work in a level 1 support role, so we basically get the brunt of complaints and we're the first line of defense out there. Included in this contains the IT orientation into the company, followed by HR doing their own orientations. Typical first-day user stuff. We have an orientation each Monday at a set time, as we have such a small team, we can only provide the one orientation a week. All users are supposed to start on the Monday, so it works well. Now onto the story. A new user's manager reached out to me on the day of an orientation, and the chat went something like this. Me equals me, manager equals user's manager. Me, I noticed user wasn't in our orientation today. I can send him a video of the orientation as we don't have someone available to do another orientation this week, sadly. Manager, we purposely started him tomorrow. Are you telling me you can't do anything for him tomorrow, correct? Me, no, I'm saying we don't have another orientation planned this week, so I had the recording of it ready to send. Manager, okay, we have people starting all over the place, so are you telling me that we can't have an orientation when we need one? If you have a schedule for this, please email it to me. That way we won't start someone when you don't have the capacity. Me. Please reach out to my manager. I've already offered a solution, or the user can join the next orientation. This ended by me saying orientation was every Monday, as has been for literally years. And she thanked me. Oof. So, a manager from another department, who obviously has been there for a little while, doesn't know the usual drill for new hires and orientations? Like, are they that clueless or have they always been pushing it off on somebody else and they've never really had to deal with the ins and outs of it? Seems awful strange to me. Although, OP told the story in a way that made it sound like they didn't really explain. Like, in the beginning of the interaction, I would have said, oh no, sorry about that, we only do orientations on Mondays, so I can send the video of the orientation so that your user can get set up and roll, Um, but otherwise, yeah, we only do them. I'm like, I would have said that right up front just to avoid a lot of the back and forth, but it does make for a better story the other way, I guess. My computer won't boot anymore after you upgraded the RAM. Years ago, I was making a living doing house calls to fix PCs. I had this client that lived way up in the mountains. I did about five jobs for him prior to this call. The last one was just installing more RAM upgrading Windows, setting up Outlook for him, and some other simple things like that. The next day he calls me and says his computer won't boot anymore. It turns on, the Windows logo comes up, then it shuts off. I ask all the normal questions and I'm not getting anywhere. So I decide to head up to his house to fix it in person. When I get there, he walks into the computer room with me and starts telling me all about how it just won't start anymore ever since I came to help the last time. So I walk over to the computer, push the button, and it comes on. He says, see, it gets this far, when the Windows logo appeared, and then just shuts down. Wait. It didn't shut down. Just booted right up as normal. Oh, of course it's working now that you're here, he says. I say, maybe it's a fluke, and turn it off and back on. Boots right up. Three more times for good measure. Nothing's wrong. It boots up every time. Then I get this feeling. I think I might know what the problem is, I say. Really, he says, but it's working. I say, do me a favor, will you? Turn on your computer for me. He says, what? Okay, I don't see what good that'll do, though. So he walks over to the computer, leans down, and pushes the button, then looks up at the monitor. He doesn't release the button. He just sits there waiting for it to start. The Windows logo appears, which takes about, you guessed it, five seconds on that computer, and then naturally, since he's still holding the power button down, it turns off. See, he exclaimed, why does it only do that for me? So I told him. He was quite embarrassed. I knew the guy for months before that. I still have no idea why he would suddenly one day just start holding the button down like that to turn it on. And neither did he. (laughs) I mean, this isn't some old car where you have to hold the starting button until the engine's fully running. You know, I mean, oh, am I dating myself? Does anybody else remember that? I didn't have a ton of cars this way, but a key works the same way. When you put a key in the ignition, although we're going with more keyless ignitions these days, but when you put a key in the ignition, you turn the cylinder to on then you turn it just a little more it's spring-loaded at that point and you have to hold it until the car's actually running before you release it and uh it used to be you would turn a key to on and you would have a separate button on your dash you would push hold that until it got started then let it go but uh yeah it's a computer man like you know push and release it's that it's that easy really a long, long time ago, I used to do a little bit of the same thing that this guy does. I used to go to people's houses, mostly older people, to help them fix their, you know, computers and laptops. Um, I only did Windows. I didn't do anything with Mac. But So I had this one client, and they're, they're a little out of the way. They're, they're out in the country, and they just didn't want to be bothered taking it to somebody. And I don't think they wanted to drop it off. Like, this guy really wanted access to his laptop. He and his wife each had their own laptop. No problem. Hers really had no issues, uh, other than the occasional maintenance stuff she wanted me to do. It was always him. Now, the first time I visited them, I knew what the problem was. His computer was bogged down. A, he never cleaned his cache. He didn't, he just didn't take care of things. And he also liked to look up adult websites a lot. And she knew about it. And she said, yeah, it's probably from him looking up that stuff. Uh, okay. All right really don't want to touch your computer after you told me that, but whatever. So I had my gloves on and I started messing with it. Lo and behold, yep, he had all kinds of Trojans and all kinds of malware on there. Got it all cleaned up for him. Gave him the bill. They paid me. Went on my merry little way. I got a call 24 hours later that his computer was bogged down again and even worse than before. So I went down there thinking maybe I screwed something up when I was cleaning things up. Nope. Evidently, he stayed up till four or five in the morning looking up the same old stuff that he had before. And somehow, some way, he got even double the stuff on there like malware and things like that. And in this instance, he actually got one of those big pop ups that takes over your screen. That took me a while to fix. But yeah, I uh, I'm kind of glad I don't do that anymore. After seeing what people do on their computers, I really don't want to touch their keyboards. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.